This is the Root Student Ministry Podcast, where our mission is for middle school and high school students to establish strong roots in their relationship with Jesus by connecting in the body of believers, growing in their knowledge and faith, and going to serve the community and the world. If you would like more information about us, check out our website at icrossroads.org roots, or you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at CSM Roots. From wherever you are listening, we hope you are encouraged by this message. Hey guys, we're in our first week of our series, our Christmas series actually called Messy Christmas. And it feels like the Christmas season is always telling us how we should feel about it. So let me ask you a question. What words come to mind when you hear me say Christmas? Because this time of year, there are signs or songs all around us saying peace, hope, love, family, joy. But just because it's Christmas doesn't mean that life is suddenly just perfect, right? Here's what I mean, kind of. Sometimes it's hard to get Christmas just right. Sometimes this season turns out to be just kind of a mess, like this or, or this or, or how about this? Christmas is supposed to be the classic, joyful, wonderful time of year, but sometimes it just seems just mess. Still, every year, it keeps such a special vibe for us, right? There's just something about it. We all know that Christmas movies are meant to feel sappy and remind you of all the best case scenarios in life. The songs of the season add to it by setting a high bar for all the feelings that we're supposed to feel just because it's Christmas. The food is literally mostly sugar. Like, what could be better than that? (laughs) But the truth is, Sometimes that high bar of expectation is not the actual reality that we're dealing with. Sometimes you're dealing with getting used to to having two Christmases or getting used to a new step-sibling. Or maybe you're facing the fact that money is tight and presents may not happen this year. Or maybe you're reminded of someone who isn't there to celebrate with you this year. Or maybe you're facing two weeks without a single friend checking in on on you or wanting to hang out. You're seeing picture-perfect families everywhere, but you're aware that yours just doesn't seem that way. So is it even possible to experience joy, hope, and peace when Christmas seems just so messy? So today we're, we're going to walk through the story that started Christmas. And back then there wasn't all the hustle and bustle that we see today. In fact, the nativity scenes that we see depicted all around us don't give us an accurate view of what was really going on with the people involved. So throughout history, Mary was, has often been portrayed as someone who has this glamorous Instagram worthy story, the paintings we see of her and, and the perfect lighting and the warm glow around her and a perfect little smile. But Mary, like us, was a real person going through a situation that had some major expectations associated with it. The expectations were so intense that an actual angel was the one who told Mary all about what would happen. And here's what the angel told Mary. This is in Luke 1, 30-31. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. So the angel painted this really cool picture of how Mary's baby would be the son of God and be great and sit on a throne. And the angel also told Mary that she had found favor with God. 
in light of shocking circumstances that had to be encouraging as well. But despite those encouraging words, the behind the scenes of Mary's situation were a bit messy. Mary was young. She wasn't a 30-something-year-old woman with an audiobook about how to have and raise a baby to, to listen to her commute to, to and from work. She was not prepping for nursery with all the proper tools and painting clouds and Noah's Ark animals on the walls. She was young, scared, and had never given birth to a baby before. This was all new to her. Mary was also in danger. In Mary's culture, couples that weren't married, they didn't have sex or really weren't even allowed to by the religious law. So to break those rules actually meant to potentially be severely punished. Even though Mary hadn't broken the rules of her culture, being pregnant by a miracle of God probably would have been tough to explain to everyone else around her. The angel didn't show up and explain it to all the lawmakers. So you can imagine how hard it was for lawmakers to just let that whole thing situation slide for her. Mary was also at the center of all the town gossip. It's, it's a nightmare for everyone knowing that the whispers and the, dare, the darting looks at her are all about her. Like the judgment, the lack of empathy and the understanding. Mary was carrying all of that on her. Mary's conditions weren't ideal either. Nowadays, we have doctors and nurses meant to make sure that mom and the baby are safe and healthy, and Mary had none of that. Childbirth, childbirth is excruciating and dangerous stuff, and instead of medical professionals, she was with her fiancé in just like a cave. And instead of wrapping Jesus in warm blankets and putting him in a nice warm bed, she had to wrap him up and put him in a in a feeding trough that was meant for animals. Have you ever seen livestock eat? It's not glamorous. And it's described like this. Luke 2, verse 6 through 7. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. So the list of stressful circumstances that Mary was dealing with could go on and on and on. But the point is the peaceful manger scene that we see reflected in nativity sets everywhere, they are only part of the picture. Just like for every filtered red carpet celebrity social media post, there is the behind the scenes battle of what it, it, what it took to actually get there. And that's what Mary was dealing with. Her actual reality was messy behind the scenes. So if your Christmas doesn't feel like it's living up to the commercialized Christmas, it's not wonderful, then Mary's story can be very relatable for you. But does that mean that all of it is lost? That Christmas is just doomed? And there's no point in even trying to make things better? Well, no, it's, it's the opposite, really. We've already set the scene for Mary's behind the manger scene situation, but in the middle of her messy, scary, uncertain situation, something else was happening not far away with some shepherds in the open field. And this is in Luke 2, verse 8 through 14. And there were shepherds living out in the fields in, nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. 
Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. So while Mary was experiencing the joy, and let's be honest, probably absolute terror as well of giving birth to a baby boy, these shepherds were finding out in a very big way that this long-awaited Messiah was finally here. Now, this was something that the Hebrew people had been talking about, praying for, and waiting for for hundreds of years. And it's no wonder God used angels and heavenly hosts to send that message. And you can imagine that what the shepherds did next. It's, it's the same thing that you or I would do if we got news like that. They went to go see for themselves. And this is in verse 16 through 18. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. So now picture Mary in her current circumstances. The angel told her that some good news and, and, and a great thing would happen, but now she's holding on to this new baby in a cave and suddenly these strangers shepherds that she's never met before, they arrive. And to top it all off, they know that her newborn is the Messiah too. It's almost like their appearance was, was confirmation that despite a situation not living up to expectations, God was still there, present in the details. It proved that God was present with them, period. So you have to wonder, what was Mary's response to all of this? The angel, the unmet expectations, the difficult circumstances, the shepherds showering, sh showing up and confirming what the angel said. And look what happens in verse 19. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Mary treasured and she pondered. And in all of the ups and the downs of her circumstances, Mary knew that God was with her. And because of that, she was able to find treasure the joy in, in her situation. And she held that thought in her heart on that very first Christmas. And so after the shepherds left to go spread, spread the news about Jesus and, and the news about the Messiah who had come, they came back to the place where Mary and Joseph and Jesus were. And this is in Luke 2, verse 20. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So we can take our cue from, from Mary and from the shepherds too. While Mary found joy, the treasure in her situation, the shepherds celebrated with her and praised God for the Savior who had just been born. So we can do the same thing, whether circumstances are, are not so great or maybe circumstances are fantastic or maybe circumstances have brought you to a cave and, and things just seem so uncertain. We can choose to find joy in our own situations. You can celebrate even when things don't seem all that great. When things are boring, you can celebrate by enjoying a restful moment. When things are less than glamorous, you can find beauty and simplicity. When things don't meet your expectations, you can bring hope to others by serving. You can still find something to be joyful about this Christmas. Why? Because God is with you. This means that even though things might be messy now, the one who is hope and peace and joy and love cares about what you're walking through. You aren't alone. 
And even better than that, the God who created everything is involved in your life every day. You're not alone when life gets messy. Mary, she believed the promise that God was with her, that the shepherds believed that God was with her too. And in fact, Mary's whole life was lived on the foundation of the promise that God was with her. And that's why she's someone that we still talk about today. God is with us too. And if we learn from Mary's experience, we can know that regardless of what happens in our lives, we can choose joy and celebrate that God is with us. So I'm gonna give you a few definitions of this word. Let me get it. Choose. And according to various dictionaries, you'll, we'll talk about this, but I want you to think about how you can do these things this Christmas season to choose. So the first one, uh, definition of choose, pick out. How can you pick out some things that will be joyful for you this Christmas? For example, spending time with family that you miss, sleeping in or, or having no school work or, or projects. Pick out some things to actually do to enjoy. Another word and definition for choose, decide on a course of action. So what are some action steps that you can take to choose joy? Can you plan something fun with your friends? Can you help your mom or stepdad with something? Uh, maybe start a new tradition by finding a way to serve people. And then another definition for choose is select freely. I promise you something. If, if you freely selected some things to be joyful about this Christmas season, they would have a way better chance of, of bringing you joy. Maybe there's something that you've never really enjoyed before, but this year you're going to make up your mind to have fun with it. When you select it freely, it's a game changer. I could give you more definitions, but you get the idea, okay? It's up to you to choose how you find that joy. So keep in mind, this season can feel messy for lots of people besides you. There are others in your life who might be dealing with the letdown of unmet expectations or with difficult circumstances. So make it a point to show your family, your friends, and people that you interact with a little bit of patience and grace as they are also trying to navigate a messy Christmas. So think about this. What's one way that you can find and choose joy this Christmas season, even when it's hard for you? While Mary was giving birth in that cave, she still operated on the promise that God was with her. If you were absolutely without a doubt certain that God is with you, how would knowing that affect how you live this Christmas season? Imagine if there was a way to have hope in every circumstance. Imagine if you could be confident that you're never alone in your experiences. Imagine if Christmas could serve as a reminder that God is always with you. Imagine if you see God working even when life gets tough. This would make way for you to choose joy even when Christmas just feels messy. Remember, you can find and choose joy in any circumstance because God is with you. So let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you so much for your goodness and kindness towards us. And God, in this Christmas season, even when we have unmet expectations, I just pray that we can know that you are with us and that we can still choose joy, even when everything else around us may not be going very joyful. And so uh, help us, Lord, give us patience, give us peace, and uh, may we just live out joy in our lives this Christmas season.
We love you, Jesus, and pray this in your name. Amen.